Okay, and we're rolling. <laughs> Wait, hold on, fuck. <laughs> I gotta make sure the headphones. Uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah, we're rolling. Okay. I just like had to turn on the headphones because I didn't want to echo in. Okay, so you're gonna go off my lead. Yeah. You're the funny guy. Ass to to nose. To nose in my ass, <laughs> in my nose, out my ass, and out my nose. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. A boom, 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 boom. Ass to nose. Bum 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 ass to nose Bum 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 A podcast Keep going Bum 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 A podcast Okay so I'm a Bum 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 ass to nose In the middle Say the podcast Bum 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 ass to nose Wait I fucked up this I fucked up the note hold on Bum 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 ass to nose <laughs> America's strength is in the middle. <laughs> You're supposed to say the podcast. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, we fucked it up. It's too late now. No, I think that was great. I think- <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure what your stage directions were. I wasn't sure we wanted to do that. I was scared to say anything because I didn't want to be picked up on the mic, but I was like trying to give you a wink and a nod. Oh, were you trying to do the Ford song to like doom, 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 No, honestly, I was trying to go for like, you know, like Mr. Sandman, something a dream. Boom, oh, boom, boom, boom. Okay, I, I see. I was okay because I thought I thought we were still doing a Ford commercial. <laughs> I was like, no, we discussed. Okay, I haven't heard a Ford commercial like that. No, we discussed doing a Ford commercial before the podcast started, but we did. But I do, you know what I do like it? You know that meme you showed me where it's like, you ever fuck your grandfather while you're (laughs) thinking about your grandmother? Like, you know, yeah, I've seen those. We should definitely do that. Like do one of those. Do one of those for the intro, like a commercial for Astonos. Okay. Where it's like close-up shots of like you and me, like in like sexy gimp out, not gimp, like sexy like short shorts, and we're like cleaning a soapy car, <laughs> and it's like America. And the booty shorts. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. This is a vision. You know, we can. We should come up with like our own ad spots for ourselves because we don't have like advertisers. Yeah, but that's in the works. That's in the works. We definitely should, though. We can just do our, all of our advertisements, like our own advertise for ourselves, dude. Do you have any good product ideas? Um. <laughs> so that's no. So, yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay, so as of right now, the the front runner would be one of my businesses that I have, like okay. my business ideas. And I've pitched this to you a couple times, and you insist it's a bad idea. But are you talking about your little vibe business? Yeah, oh you you don't do it justice when you s- s- explain it that way. But for the listeners, complete mischaracterization. It's a business whose model is based. It we it's not a business that is traditional in the sense that 
the model takes in no money and in exchange and and for exchange of that no money it doesn't exchange a, a product or a service it just runs on vibes this is our business this sounds suspiciously like an nft dude you want to hear something yeah i came up with that business idea i know i give you shit because you're like mr nft guy now no hold on don't play with me i'm not the i don't know not the mr nft guy dude as soon <clears throat> let me just say it this way as, I, as soon as GameStop, like the whole stonks thing happened you were Mr. GameStop, and this time around, you're Mr. NFT, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is, I made up that idea while, while with a roommate and my roommate's girlfriend, completely inebriated and and off the cuff, almost about a year ago. So, I literally was before an early adopter. I was an actual innovator. So you're trying to say that NFT basically stole your idea. They basically copped your shit. Yeah, I don't know how or how. No, just how. I don't know how they did it, yeah. but yes, because that is not. Well, how old are NFTs? Girl, I mean, are they not like literally brand new? Like, did it not just happen like a month ago? I think it could be one of those things like Bitcoin that came into the stream of consciousness of culture mm. but recently for sure because it's the first time i ever heard about it i heard about it first on tim dylan show but what if it existed before and it's just like now getting i popular? mean it could have because like i was trying to tell you earlier because i'm the nft guy but i do like to read about things um I, it's like a part of you're the nft it's guy. a part of a blockchain that already existed what what, what blockchain like i almost said raytheon but that's definitely not a blockchain I don't. I, I don't remember what blockchain, but it's a part of a blockchain that already existed. Okay, but when? But you can't tell me anything about NFTs as far as how old they are. <clears throat> no, how old they are? No. Okay. I can't. Sis, I can't even. I can still barely explain how they. How like what they are? I want to sell one, but I don't. I'm still caught up on like what exactly how to make one. I don't know. I might be overthinking it because I'm thinking you actually have to make something. Yeah, it's clearly a resell of like things that already existed. Okay. So it's just like putting some sort of certification or stick. It's like putting a special sticker on a product that already exists. And I think our cat is like running off to fuck another cat. Yeah, her tail's like puffed up. That's why I was looking. She's either trying to get some dick or trying to fight somebody. It's a thin line. Yeah. <clears throat> With cats, you really never know. Usually both. But anyway, th welcome to the podcast. Yeah, welcome, welcome to Ask the Nose. Welcome to episode, <laughs> formerly episode two, but re in reality, episode three. We just got done. It's Saturday night. What's today's date? March 28th, 29th? 26th, I think. 28th, you're right. It's uh, it's two, one in the morning. Uh -huh. We just got done watching UFC. During the day, we were like literally slaving over the computer trying to figure out how to fucking record and not have it sound like dog shit. Yo, can I just say fuck audio engineering, the entire concept? I don't even think that's what we were doing. I don't think what we were doing could be described as audio engineering. It wasn't. But, you know, we turned many dials and changed many settings in order to just end up with the out-of-the-box default settings in, a, in uh, Adobe. Yeah, it was. And that, it was, you're right, it was the worst. And that on top of, like, 
an emotional for me at least an extremely emotional night of fights in the UFC. It's uh, it's been a long day. Oh yeah, Zach got his heart and soul crushed just at the end of the last fight. About ten minutes ago, yeah. But but we're because we fucking Missy, we care about you as a listener, as our one listener, <laughs> and we're fucking powering through it, and we're recording right now because the emotions are raw. Yeah, and that's what we're about. We're about raw. And authentic. I mean, you guys should see Zach right now. Just toward, just he looks like a almost a homeless crackhead. He's so just in the pits of his despair right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Sunken. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty hard for me to like to to be on right now because (laughs) I'm literally heartbroken. But um, we can get into that later. Did you have any any ideas? Any notes you wanted to? Well, um, uh, well, are we moving on from UFC? Because I did want to say, who's the boy with the rainbow hair? Okay, so okay, so we'll start off with UFC 260, UFC 260. Yeah, um, yeah, the boy with the rainbow colored hair is Sugar Sean O'Malley. Okay, and right when he's a bantamweight, but uh-huh. that's irregardless to. I don't know why I mentioned that. Sorry, I just had a shot. That means he's like a twink. Yes, 135. Okay, because I got Twink. Well, what I was going to say is, because I saw like literally the last round of his fight, That show, he was he's very cute. He's very fine. I'm very into it. And the rainbow hair, I'm just I'm living for it the entire fight. I wasn't really watching the fight, and I was watching his rainbow-colored braids. It's fabulous. Yeah, you almost got, like, offended when I mentioned that you were his, like, he was your type. <laughs> And you're like, like you, because because we, when the time you sat down, it was like the second or third round, and I w- you came in and sat down, and I was like, yeah, like, you're definitely, he's definitely your type, and you were like, sure, and I was like, no, he's white trash, and you got even more offended. You're like, <laughs> what? Because I am you know- not, dude. I've been your roommate for this amount of time. We're close. Uh-huh. I know your type at this point. Oh, is it white trash? Um, it's one of, yeah, it's one, it definitely makes up a proportion of the pie chart that is what you are attracted to. <laughs> I mean, my track record uh, precedes me. I really can't even argue with you on that point. But he's wild. He's from Montana. Mm. He's literally has face tattoos. He gave energy. Yeah, his tattoos were cute. And he had a lot of really fun kicks and punches and things. Yeah, he's super... The reason that I like him as a fighter is he's super unorthodox. Uh-huh. And I don't know too much about him personally. I don't know like if he came from a specific uh, discipline. But I think he just kind of did MMA and kind of like learned it all blended together. So he's super, super unorthodox and super tricky and creative with his, with his uh, fighting style. Yeah, I fucked with him. Um, like I said, I didn't really watch the fight. I'm a total casual. Um, if it wasn't for Zach, I would be one of the ones getting on at the end of the stream and making the stream crash for everybody. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. But you are not a filthy casual. Yeah, no. Because you think. you're not highly opinionated. Except for when Herb Dean does anything. That goes without saying. Yeah. That goes without saying though, because I think if <clears throat> I think if you watch as much fights as you do, and you didn't notice Herb Dean, I would have to like worry about you yeah although you know he has had a good couple nights i should say to no tonight he did not good but he tried (laughs) he 
did. He tried. He almost got punched in the face trying to dive in front of that one guy. I don't remember his name, but the last fight. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say. The la- I don't know if you want to talk about the last. I don't know if you can bear that. Like your psyche and your, you know, <laughs> your sense of self-worth. Dude, I really I really don't, but I understand, like, what you're getting at. Like, All so. I want to say is that, like, before the fight happened, it, it's, I don't, and I know, like, the guy that lost was supposed to be, like, a good guy, like, a good fighter. But right before the, uh, the fight happened, he was fighting this white boy, and he was fighting this big nigga. And they said that the big nigga, like, punched as hard as, like, getting hit by, like, a Ford. So... <laughs> Immediately, I was like, well, he's going to fuck this white boy up. This is going to be so fun. And I was right. It was so fun. It was a fun dismantling I wouldn't of the say, current heavyweight champ. I wouldn't say or it was. Now previous heavyweight champ. I wouldn't say it was fun, but it was wildly entertaining. Mm. The, so you did you want to rub this in my face or did you like want to talk about it? Did you want me to open up about it? Because, you know, making fun of me is not, not going to work. <laughs> But I'll say this. Seriously, though, seriously. They said the same fact about the Ford Escort uh-huh. before their last fight. So they that, that to me, that doesn't mean anything. But y- y- regardless of that fact, it, it doesn't take an idiot to know that this motherfucker punches hard. He punches, I would argue, I would be willing to bet and I would like them to, like, test this, I would be willing to bet he punches up there with, like, the hardest person in the world. Like, he's literally the hardest person in the world to get punched by. Yeah. As far as, like, the amount of force he generates. Well, it certainly looked like it when he tagged that motherfucker. Dude, he's... The weight limit in heavyweight is 265. Uh, Oh, and I do have to say that was a great performance because Homeboy has some ass and some titties. Dude, he was he was well rounded all around. Dude, truly. the weight limit for heavyweight is two sixty five, and he weighs in at two sixty three. I did notice that he was like massive. But not only is he two sixty three, Justin, as you to your point, he has a six pack mm-hmm. and an ass. You know how hard it is to be <laughs> almost three hundred pounds and have abs, Justin. I don't. The guy's a That's freak. literally two of me, so no, I don't. Yes. His ass, one of his cheeks is as big as your afro. Mm. <laughs> He's literally a mountain of a... Uh, uh, dude, I want to know his body fat. I think he's like less than 10% body fat. Really? At 263. Dude. I mean, he is an imposing figure. The nigga walked out looking like, like, like one of the gorillas from Tarzan. Like, in the best way possible. Yeah. And... It's it. It was really. I don't hate the guy, so I'm. It's not like I'm. I'm upset. Like I hate him that he won. I'm just more heartbroken for Stipe. Mm. But but that being said, mm-hmm. and I have updates on this because while you were smoking a cigarette and I was laying here on the couch before mm-hmm. we recorded, there's already T UFC T as far as what's gonna happen next, but. He was, it was the, it was devastating. I forget where I was going, so I just tried to save it there at the end. Okay. But, yeah. It's fine, because whatever you told me, I'm sure I would forget by the time, like, the next like, round of UFC fights is on. Yeah, I don't know. I said UFC T. I don't know. I know that, I know what the T is, but I, I forget where, I was trying to bring it full circle. I forget what that is. Oh, I'm heartbroken for Stipe. Yeah. 
I can I can see you like you literally like I'm literally at a you, loss for words. I wish you guys we really need to do video of this podcast because he said that and he just like cast the saddest look to the side. Like I felt like I was watching a Shakespearean moment just then. I'm seriously lost for words, dude. It's it's devastating. Well, I'm I'm sorry happens. for you. Well, while you were fighting, I was watching, or while you not fighting, while you were watching the fights, I was watching anime. Yeah, and you were actually about to crash my stream. I was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kept pausing like, every three seconds for a little bit there, but it's okay. You you got done uh, by the main event. So well, I'm also heartbroken. I also had heartbreak tonight because Jujutsu Kaijin is over this season's over and not have to wait god knows how long for season two it was the finale it was and it was it was pretty kick-ass it was a kick-ass finale but i'm still still broken up jujutsu kaijin has become like one of my favorite parts of, of my weekends over the past you know a few months so we come so we come to you now listeners missy with a broken heart we do we're super vulnerable this podcast so like don't judge us if we start crying <laughs> Because this is a literally a super emotional night for us, and we're just again we're 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 the realest fucking podcast out there, and we we're are. gonna bring it to you. We are. I hope you. You know. I hope everybody knows how dedicated we are to this. Because truly, yesterday after we spent, or not yesterday earlier after we spent hours banging our heads against the wall metaphorically with this program, I literally had to go stand outside and just absorb the sun like an iguana on a flat rock, just collect myself because i felt like i was about to lose it if i said test one more time or testing whatever we said but you know what it's worth it it's worth it because we get to scream into the void like everyone else in america okay so do you have notes or because <laughs> i'm ready to go to bed um well okay so god damn it I mean, uh, I, I have tea. To... I mean, I have tea. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So UFC tea time. Cause, cause I am heartbroken. I kind of need to vent to you. So okay, is this the tea that you were about to give me just a second ago? No, I wasn't about to give you the tea a second ago. I was about to bring a full circle, mm. but I can give you the tea instead. Okay. Okay. So what i truly think this leaves incredible amount of things in the ufc up in there mm -hmm. and most importantly for like the regular ufc fan is john jones and where does he fall into this so let me give you a little background he was the champ at 205 mm -hmm. unquestioned and unquestioned for an abs a ridiculous amount of title defenses the most ever at light heavyweight okay he claims it was getting too easy which i think is bullshit because he his last fight was a fantastic one but he said he's moving to heavyweight so for the past almost year he's been saying he's moving to heavyweight but he refuses to fight anyone so Dana basically said, well, he's also been straddling the fence with like, I, he's like, I'm not retired, but like, then he tweets stuff like, 
I hope I sure fight one day again because like what? UFC needs to pay me or whatever. So is he? Is he? What, what? What is this? Because I saw that he tweeted something about the checks, like run me the money or something, show me the money. Yes. Yes. Are they not oh, paying dude, him? Oh, dude. If he I had like a dude, if we had to like do, if we, if you really wanted me to give you the rundown on John Jones, like we would be here all night. This guy is, this guy's insane. <laughs> do you want me to? Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. So speak to your hearse consent. No, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm going to spare you all the details, but basically what happened for, for Jones was after he, he left light heavyweight, he was sitting around waiting for Stipe and Francis to fight. Mm. He was hoping or not. He was hoping the company was hoping that Israel Adesanya beat Jan Blahovich earlier this month. Yeah, I remember that. And he did not. And he did not. If he would have, he would have immediately called out John Jones, and Dana would be would hope that that call out mixed with him beating Jan would entice John to come back and fight Izzy. But since Izzy lost, that fight's off the table. So now he waits for the winner of tonight's fight. You saw what happened. Yeah. So earlier. Like a month or two ago, he tweeted, uh, I just hope I hope I can fight one day. Like, I hope we can do it for the fans. And then, like, in the same breath, almost the same breath, he also tweets, but the UFC better fucking pay me right. <laughs> so does, is this just like a example? Does he just feel like he deserves more money than I, what he's been getting? I don't know what to believe with this guy, but does he fight Francis Ngannou? The guy who just won? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so here we go. This is the perfect segue or kickoff. 11 minutes after the end of the main event, Dana White's at a press conference, and he's already talking shit. Oh, already? <laughs> he said, if I'm John Jones, I'm moving to 185. Two weight classes below heavyweight. So is he trying to get John Jones to chicken out? No, I. This is a great question. I think he's tr he's trying to appeal to Jones's ego and be like, "You're a bitch. Oh, I see. You would never fight this guy." So he takes the fight. But the other side of the coin is, if he if you were to take the statement at face value, guess who's at 185? Izzy, is Rodasanya? Oh. So he's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. I think these are the only possible fights for Jones. <clears throat> and Dana's like, look, you, either you fight Izzy or you fight Francis. But, like, mm. those are the only fights I'm going to give you. Will he just kick him out if he don't fight? I don't know if they hold him under contract. I don't know what happens. Mm, I see. But he's been on and off with the UFC for a while now. And he's still never fucking lost. So I hope, I just hope Francis and Ganu, I hope they, I don't think it happens in the year 2021, but if they fight, I hope Francis and Ganu fucking decapitates John Jones and exposes him for being a fucking bitch. But then at the same time, if Jones actually took that fight with Ganu, he's already the GOAT. So it's like, it's not like I don't have respect for him. I just don't like the guy. Uh. But if you, if he, 
sorry. If he truly, <laughs> if he truly took the fight with Francis, mm. it would show to me that he's not a bitch because you could, it, you saw tonight, it takes one punch for you to almost die. Yeah. I if mean, Francis it kind of sounds like he's a bitch you. though, so I don't know how it's going to turn out. <clears throat> yeah. I probably framed it like he's a bitch, but who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> who knows? Well, that's, you know, I'm very excited. I love being all up in this UFC, this long-running, long-standing UFC drama that I know nothing about. But I, you know what? I get to see the good fights. That's great. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> in other news, I don't know. I had a bunch of topics. Now that I, it's like one in the morning and I'm looking at them in my uh, slightly drunken, pessimistic state, I'm realizing that all my topics are just about people bitching about things that don't matter. Kind of like what I'm doing right now. No, I would say UFC matters a little bit more than most of the things I've seen people bitching about this week. Really? Honestly. I don't know, man. I mean, we talked about it in the I, episode, too, that we that had terrible audio uh, because we're god-awful engineers that maybe we'll sell as an NFT to the highest bidder. Uh, we talked about the J.K. Rowling thing because she came back up with the news because every now and then everybody's got a remote, like, make an obligatory post just to let everybody know that you have to hate JK Rowling unless you hate trans people or something fucking stupid like that. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I don't understand. Is it like JK? Is it a, is it a 4d chess move of marketing by JK Rowling to get her name circulating every couple months <laughs> yeah, in order honestly, to sell? I'm kind of wondering if she's not just kind of leading into it a little bit. Cause nobody was really talking about her. Dude, she made she made a book like 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, well, she made five, but was there five of them? I think there was five. Yeah, I mean, she made a lot of money off those books. They were like, don't get me wrong, she made a lot of money, but her name wasn't exactly in the news. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Nobody was really looking for her opinion until she said something about bathrooms that people found offensive. Which girl, <laughs> give me a break. We talked about it in episode two, so I won't go on another rant. But give me a fucking break. Oh, uh, one instance of outrage this week that was that I found actually kind of interesting was like um, there's this new show coming out by uh, like I don't even remember. I want to say Ava DuVernay is working on it, but that could totally be wrong. But it's called Them. And it's this like horror anthology where the first like, kind of like American Horror Story in the first season is um, based on the trailer going to be about this like <laughs> black family that like moves to West Compton and like the 50s and they're like the only black family <laughs> and they get there and then like the hordes of like uh beckys and old white men around them are just like we have to make it terrible for them and they have to so that we like they'll move out okay. so we don't you know because there's like a part of the trailer where he's like you know you let in one you let in and then you know then you can't stop it there's a tide of niggas yeah <laughs> and uh, like world war z but but guys with like yankees hats yeah, yeah, basically. Honestly, it did give very much like weird zombie vibes sometimes because there were shots where like whole, like white women or the black ladies like she's like, you know, I don't know, vacuuming her carpet because it's the 50s and that's all women did. So she's vacuuming and she looks out the window and then boom, 72 white bitches. And she's like, <gasps> and in the music because it's a horror, you know, the violins go like, Ching. <laughs> but um, and it. It seems like it's going to be intense because there were crazy. There was like scenes with blackface and all kinds of like, it looks like torture is going to happen. And just there was one part that honestly made me laugh where like the kid was like in school and he like raised his hand to ask a question. And before he could ask a question, all the white boys around him started going like, <laughs> like, a, like, like a monkey. <laughs> what the fuck is this show? <laughs> yeah, okay. 
And so the black community is, they're not having it, especially black Twitter. They're all like, you know, it's a lot of, oh, we're so tired of seeing black people suffering. And the reason that I think it's funny because it's like 10 years ago, there was literally so many people, especially liberals, the group that's now calling, you know, you want a water, <laughs> not dude? mad at this You're show. You're on fire. Thank you. But there were so many people calling for like, oh, we want to see this black suffering. We want our media to show what, how hard it is to be black and we want the black struggle on TV. And now we've had a handful of movies and a couple of TV shows and the whole black community is like, well, I'm tired of seeing these niggas harassed by white people. We see it all day, every day in real life. Now I want to live in a black fantasy when I'm watching TV. And it's, it's very ironic. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, <laughs> no, but it's like people have, if you want to see a black fantasy, there's, I can suggest some really like soap, soap opera y, soap, that's the right word, soap opera y, reality, not reality, soap opera y shows on BET about women dating NBA players or like Empire. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't watch Empire. I don't know what it's about. Empire is a good example. It's like about like like Taraji P. Henson and her husband, um, the other, the nigga that was a hustle of flaw. I always forget his name. Um, they they like own a record label and they're like trying to build an empire. Okay, so it's the, like it's literally just a black drama about like a bunch of like rich people. Okay, so you can watch that if you want a black fantasy. Did you see some Smollett? Yeah, Juicy Smollett. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> is he still in it? I don't. You know, honestly, I don't. I don't think the show's on anymore. Okay. It only. It was one of those where after like season two, it was like, mm, okay. I wonder how the ratings did. From what I heard, I didn't watch the last couple seasons, but I heard that it was not great. So maybe people, <laughs> maybe it's a case of people not being willing to admit what they're interested in. We'll see. There's a new version now that it's got like 50 Cent in it. And I don't, what is it called? I think it's called Power. Yeah, Power. And this one I don't watch because it's like Empire, but it's like with a little, just a little bit more of a dose of like Real Housewives kind of drama. So it's like really really low budget kind of ratchet drama a lot of the times not my thing <clears throat> i mean that's can we just acknowledge it's like the most corny name for a show power power <laughs> empire and then the spinoff is power <laughs> and then 50 set is it and i'm like i don't know i don't know if he can't act but i heard that and i was like i don't know that i'll be viewing i don't know that i will be yeah i will be watching this fun movie this fun like black torture movie it's literally like black torture porn i find it i find i find the whole phenomenon interesting is because i thought this is what the black i thought this is what like most of the black community wanted is this them them yeah 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 um it seems interesting i think if anything it'll be kind of it'll be a hoot it'll be a hoot because i kind of find these weird like grotesque like caricatures of racism to be more funny than they are like scary because it's like <laughs> that's just kind of not even how racism works like it's really not i mean sometimes it is that kind of weird blatant shit somebody going ooh, ooh, ooh to you but like that's not i don't think there's many black people in 2021 that could connect to like to that kind of a weird blatant <laughs> kind of racism <laughs> that's not how it works anymore yeah this isn't fucking we're not in england and we're not at a soccer game literally <laughs> Like, no one's throwing bananas at kids and being like, bitch, yeah. get out of here. 
I mean, and you know, and then the call for like happy black characters also is is something that like as like an artist, I I could kind of confuses me because do you not want to do it? Do we not just want to see black characters in regular struggles like every other movie? Like why isn't that? That doesn't seem to be an option. Just like, like a regular movie, and then oh my god, he's black, and he just happens to be. Yeah, like a wholesome coming of age story. <laughs> oh, they have those. They have those, but those are also usually sad. Like Moonlight was like won a bunch of Oscars, but from what I know, it's about it was it was sad about black kids, like gay black kids, like struggling. Mm. Which ugh, over it as a gay black kid, I'm over it. I'm so tired of hearing about the gay black struggle because it's like, girl, can we get? Can I live? Can I just live? We both know we're both friends with gay black people that suck. <laughs> so it's like, come on. It is very much like, gosh, I don't feel uh, oppressed enough that I want to watch all of this shit and this is honestly how i felt since the beginning of the push for like let's show the black struggle on tv like because i feel like it's been going on for like a good decade strong and like from the very beginning i just kind of felt like you know i get that we want to see black people on screen and that's great but the way we're pushing for it we're just gonna end up with a bunch of weird caricatures and a bunch of like very surface level shit like this is just about black people because that's trendy mm. and so far that's like what we got and then it's funny because you could even identify the few kind of like niches you have like the blacks like semi-historical like biopic you have the um, of course, the black like torture porn, like racism torture porn, which is what that show will, is, it looks like it's gonna be. And then you have the like um, <clears throat> like runaway slave murdering white masters, like another form of porn that was very much like kind of what the Harriet Tubman movie was. And then a bunch of really bad like fake deep takes on blackness and the black experience. Like most of these movies that are kind of in this vein, I feel like have been just kind of a cookie cutter kind of version of something that's already worked in some way yeah but it's not everything it a is cutter thing it is but, so but i guess i shouldn't be surprised yeah i don't <laughs> and of course you don't like it because it's like that's commercially popular like shit like that like playing mm. to the lowest not the lowest common denominator but a low denominator well, i think it's just that like this weird like fake activism has become popular like dude yeah if, it's it really gets same with the jk rowling shit like that's fake activism if you're really concerned about what trans people are going through you would be doing other things besides like tweeting at jk rowling yeah people who put activists in their bio crack me up they do they're the best because because they're never activists <laughs> but but you also told me again about a harriet tubman movie where she had magical powers and <laughs> Did she have magical like powers? Girl, right? okay, it was it's like God taught, like she could talk to God basically because she had got like smacked in the head when she was a slave, like as a little girl, and like in real life, right? Harriet Tubman just had seizures because of that, right? She was mentally ill and like physically, like uh, what what is it? Disabled. She had fucking seizures. <laughs> she and, in the, and in this movie, which claimed to be a biopic, which every time I think about it, I'm saying. So, it claimed to be a biopic. The, the bitch wrote this movie, deciding, you know what? It wasn't seizures. She was talking to God. So she would be like with the slaves, like running, right? They're in the woods running. And then it's like they're about to get to a bridge. And there's like white people on the bridge. And they waiting for him. And then she goes, wait. God. And then she got seizures. And then she wakes up from the seizure. She like fall out. She gets back up. And she's like, I know which way to go. She takes them around the white people. 
<laughs> okay, so she gets, she gets, she like, she sees either the future or she understands energies as she's seizing. It's so funny because a comedian I really like has a joke <laughs> about, you know, the band Korn? Yeah. And, oh, I used to, yeah, I love Korn. That used to be one of my, I used to listen to them on the way to church. And this is going to feel like a tangent, but I promise you I'm going to bring it back. Okay. But you know that, you know, Freak on a Leash? And you know the the part in the middle where they go the boom scat the boom scat na na the boom scat the boom scat. I just want to say you do it terrible. It's boom knock the knock the boom knock the knock the. So you know what I'm talking about. I do. My favorite part of the song. So my favorite comedian has this joke where he he like says how that guy was in the studio and he really just had epilepsy and he started doing that and the guy the guys <laughs> behind the glass were like producer producer hit record he's going into genius mode <laughs> that's what i think of when you when you say harriet tubman like i think she went into genius mode mm -hmm. and she was like the boom scat the boom scat and, <laughs> and she and she like corn before corn <laughs> Like, they literally stole that shit from... They bit that off Harriet Tubman. But, yeah, like, she did the corn. She did the little boom scat. She really and, did. And she woke up, and she and she got, like, the magical powers. It was crazy. And I should say... I should say that, like, that wasn't even... Near, like, nowhere near one of the worst parts of the movie. Wow. Like, so, not even... So, brings us a layer further. What's going on? What's going on? I think I think we do live in a simulation because I like shit like this. Like yeah. like why is this? Why is no one looking around at the theater and like is anyone else fucking seeing this? Yeah, right. Like I mean, and when you think about like how many people it takes to make a movie, the the amount of the amount of dollars in the budget, like that people read that script. People like somebody looked at the script and it said, and she talked to God and they said, okay, dude, they had a literal meeting with a boardroom and a giant wooden desk with like 60 guys in suits mm -hmm. all around a table it and, was weird. and they, they passed it. They gave it clearance. <laughs> so like, what's going on? I honestly, I don't know. I mean, there was literally a black slave catcher in that movie named bigger long. What? Yeah. Yes, when when no it, no I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Oh, it was a black slave catcher named Bigger Long, Long Long L O N G. Yeah, Bigger Long, Bigger Long. What, it was that. What is that? I don't get that. That was like a play on the idea that like black men have giant dicks. I th I thought maybe, but like that's a reach to me. That's a reach. It felt very purposeful. Whatever Bigger Long's introduced and the other black slave catchers, like, I know Bigger Long. And he and the white boy goes, you know Bigger Long? Like, he got horny when he said it. It, it really, like, you, it, it, it was so blatant. <laughs> this is a... And then, of course, he's, like, a big, huge nigga. And, like, let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tit. Dark skin? Oh, Black is a nap. <laughs> okay, so safe guess. That's insane. It was great. Yo, and he ended up really being the main villain. Abide. Not not her white master. Not her slave master that stayed trying to get her ass and, get, and bring her back to the motherfucking slave plantation. Not him. Bigger Long ended up being the villain. In fact, her white master saved her from Bigger Long. No. I said in the story of Harriet Tubman, and it's like, you know what? You could... 
Fine. You know I like hearing everybody's sides. You tell a story about a slave master that wasn't bad, that bad. You do that. Don't put Harriet Tubman's name <laughs> on it. <laughs> the disrespect. The disrespect. Yeah. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. That's, that is insane. That's crazy. And then there were a lot of really weird subliminal things that make me think that, like, something was going on, like, really was going on in that boardroom that was, like, nefarious because, like, it was like the only death that was shown, the only deaths on that were shown on screen were black people. Never saw a white guy die in that movie. Did any white people die? And the first one was a was a was a white was a black woman. Um, Are you proposing a conspiracy? I mean, and Bigger Long was the one that killed the black woman, and then the other death was the white man killing Bigger Long. So what are you proposing? I don't even know. Just it just it seemed like some I, I, like what were you trying to get at? You know what I mean? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it, it could be connected to like a big conspiracy, you know, but I'm not Alex Jones. So I'm not going to do that. Um, he has so much more fun, though. But what I know is she was disrespectful. She was disrespectful. Did you see that in theaters? No, I watched it like um Whenever it got put on streaming platforms. Thank God, dude. Because honestly, I like I had a feeling when I looked at the trailer and then I heard a lot of black people saying that it was bullshit. I would have felt really bad for you if you paid to see that. I would have asked for a refund legitimately. I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you at all. Like reparations for that. Experience. Literally reparations for that movie that just happened. Yo, they made her run her literal hundred mile run to slavery. Look like a walk around the park. Was, was she crazy. was she fit? I mean, she's just like short little black girl. Okay, they didn't make her like sexy. I mean, she's a slave, so she probably was pretty fit. I mean, <laughs> but she wasn't like they didn't give her uh, like powers or anything like that. Oh no! Except for you know being able to talk to God, that was her superpower. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they also made her really pretty, which I I feel like it's a movie, so that's probably gonna happen anyway, regardless of the movie. But like. They should put that the the actor of Harry Tubman on the twenty, actress. Oh, that'd be trash, bro. Because when you look at like the real Harriet Tubman, bro, that bitch <coughs> is like a gangster. When you look into her eyes and the pictures of her, she looks like she looks like somebody that will cap uh, bust a cap in a nigga's ass. Yeah, real quick. And you know, uh, some cute little pretty girl don't really give me the energy. She just didn't get her cross right. But <clears throat> them interesting. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, I was I was thinking about what else everybody's fake outraged about, but everybody's not. Oh, there is um, you know, there's a new story that like no one's broken yet, and I really do feel like I think we should be the first ones. Let's break it right now. I didn't know we were gonna do this. Are we breaking it? Yeah, we're breaking it. All right. Okay. Joe Biden is lost. Say what now? Joe Biden's lost in the Capitol. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are lost. They're lost in the Capitol. Like, like they don't have their phones. Like they're wandering, wondering where they're at, surrounded by like big monuments that are references to probably old historical men's penises, old books, and they're looking, and they don't know where they're at. They're they're lost. Yeah. And the liberal news media, <clears throat> the liberal news media, they are evil. They are taking pictures of them wandering secretly and not giving them directions. They're just letting them walk. 
They are. Because it, it makes really good cinematic shots. They are. Dude, I saw something like the reason why student debt, like the reason no bills will get passed, not student debt specifically, the reason nothing will get passed is because every person that works at the White House is an influencer now. And they don't actually do anything. They just take pictures of themselves at work and then then themselves at home. Yeah. Yeah, and they all have brands now. If anybody did, uh, uh, that was a reference to the fact that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, like every couple of days, posted pictures of them just walking, just walking, just walking. And I'm starting to think that have these niggas just been lost for two months, just walking around? That would explain a lot. Dude, they're starting to do like TikToks or short videos where it's just like epic music and it's them walking fucking kill me bro can you write a bill or something like <laughs> i just every time i see a picture of one of these douchebags walking through like some fucking monumental hallways like with the sunlight behind them it's like the most it's the most fucking day one like marketing thing to do like right. it's it's so not creative and re- retarded <clears throat> and it's like, meanwhile, since you like walking, can you walk your ass down to the Capitol or so, or not to the Capitol, to the border or something? Walk your ass somewhere and do something. Go adopt a little Mexican fucking child or something. Do something. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Yo, actually, <laughs> kinda, you know what? That kind of came out of nowhere. No, because that's I'm literally over. I'm what like. The hypocrisy and the way they're like both approaching the whole like all these kids at the border that they still have like in cages after like spending like two years being like he's got kids in cages like that shit i'm over it i'm just over it because like democrats did just like be, they pretend that they're like they have they're coming from a place of this like m- like moral astuteness and like we're we want power so that we can take care of the kids that trump has in cages this motherfucker been here for two months at this point <laughs> Why the kids in cages? You tell we got the whole United States military. We got all kinds of resources. We can't get over there and at least put up enough tents for each nigga to have a tent. Yeah. Because that don't make no sense. And all these damn Democrats, I'm sorry, I don't want to get this political, but all these damn Democrats that spent two years telling everybody how much we got to care about the kids in cages. How about y'all take y'all candy ass down there and go adopt one? Go adopt one. Why aren't there like national registries like plastered all over Twitter since they love the Dems, the Democrats and liberals so much? Plaster that shit on Twitter. Here's where you sign up, get you a Mexican child. That's... Be careful what you wish for, because when Nancy Pelosi sees she has the opportunity to get cheap help, <laughs> she will go down there and be like, she will go down there with a little outfit, like a little maid's outfit, and like be like, look, you can fit in this. Like, you can come with me. Like, come on. I will admit that is an unforeseen difficulty in the idea that I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, but I know I, I get your sentiment. I get your sentiment. I mean, shit, yeah. I mean, dude, day. dude we didn't that. fucking plan on getting political on this pod on the third, second episode, but fuck John Jones and fuck the, fuck the fucking Nancy Pelosi or whatever. <laughs> Honestly, how can you fuck her? Ever since she wore that Kente cloth, I said, no, man. Yeah, people reposted that and said, everyone after Francis Ngannou wins tonight. That is like literally something that somebody could would make a meme out of, and she actually did it in person. She she gave everyone a meme. Literally. Yeah, that's so great. Like, trash. I actually kind of fuck with her <laughs> for that. <laughs> but I know she did it unintentionally. So actually, you know, fuck you again. 
I mean, she was trying to, you know, I mean, they, they were trying to get the black vote, you know, how they do. Trying to get all you niggers, if you want some rights, you know where to come. They um, like dude, the KKK. Uh, dude, imagine the meeting, the meeting before they did that post. <laughs> and it's a bunch of, it's Nancy Pelosi leading it and a bunch of white people. And they're like, okay, we need the black vote. Yeah. <laughs> And some guy with like a horseshoe and like balding and like a horseshoe hair and like kind of like he's kind of overweight and his like sh- his buttons or his shirt's too tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just got like inside from his smoke break and he like raises his hand. He's like, I have an idea. <laughs> and then the, like the rest is history, obviously. But like, that's so insane. That It's crazy. It, although, you know, I do have to say it is. It is a privilege to see like how far the people in power will go, like how many different kinds of tricks they will try to learn to fucking kiss the ass of all the groups of people in America that they want to waste a vote on them. It's truly amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Or 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 even better, they'll they'll like do like high school, not even high school, they'll do like middle school tricks on each other. Oh, yeah. Where they like pick up, they like pick up your pencil <laughs> and they like go to the end of the hallway and they just drop it while they look you in the eye. Did you hear, did you hear about the little sign spat between fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene and some fucking Democratic bitch? Yes, I heard about the sign spat. Bro, this dumb shit. What, what, we pay these people, we pay these people. With our taxes. <sighs> so much money. One and, and you know the Democrats started it. This is becoming a Republican podcast. No, because I got something from Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene too. I was just about to say something about the Jewish space lasers that she's talking about. Crazy bitch. <laughs> that bitch is. She needs to be institutionalized. Like she, I can't even consider her as a politician. She talk about Jewish space lasers right now. Okay, I, I don't think she's that crazy. Besides <laughs> one word, Jewish. <laughs> so you think the space lasers are? Dude, we've talked about this. Do you think they were used to start the California wildfire, though? No, but do I? That's her claim. I don't know. I don't know. I would say no, but I don't doubt the space lasers are out there. We had we did just have a conversation about space lasers like earlier today. Dude, as you said, electric submarines and nuclear submarines in the fit in the forties. I mean, facts. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there are space lasers out there. <clears throat> but Jewish, but I doubt they're purely under Jewish control. Like, what's that about? <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's just a fucking space laser with glasses, <laughs> a horseshoe haircut, and like a yarmulke and one of those black, blue, and white scarves. Oh man, it probably has the day off. It's like Yom Kippur or something. What's today? It's like Jewish holiday today. Is it today? No, it's Passover. It's Passover. About, yeah, Passover. It's about Moses. Yeah, but whenever the space labor shoots, it goes, ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, my God. And I can't even remember the rest of, like, what this bitch believes. Because it's all a bunch of crazy crackpot shit. Like, some crazy shit. That's not even the craziest. Honestly, I think she she's a fan of that one doctor that claimed, that said something about STDs being given to you by having sex with witches. What's a wish? Well, I, I, well, she was a Christian, so probably what she meant was a woman who has had like, like has a relationship with the devil, because that's usually what a witch is. Which interestingly ties into Lil Nas X. Oh, do you want to go there? I do kind of want to go there because that is recently on my. Body. I mean, fucking go there if you want, dude. But 
<laughs> I was kind of more curious about like women fucking the devil. Women fucking the devil. I mean, they believe that you get like they like the devil will bite your pussy or something. Like I read a book that was like based in the Middle Ages one time and it went into this. And like if you have a mole or something in a suspicious suspicious place, they could be like, well, that looks like the devil bitch you right there, like on your pussy. Oh, but I don't shit. think men could be witches in this particular warlocks. But but as you said, witches. How many? So these people think there's witches out there. So if you think there's witches out there, how many women do you think are sleeping with the devil? Because you got bitches, bro. That I guess so. I, it would be the only way because yeah. if there's a lot of witches, that would mean there was a lot of women fornicating with Satan. And I would propose. I mean, would you? I would propose if witches are real, there would be like one, two witches. On the pl- on think, the planet, you think Satan's a monogamist? No, but I don't think. Why does he? He, he doesn't. He can bang non-humans. Bang non-humans like demons. Who knows what the devil can do? I, I don't know. know. They, I mean, demons could be fine. I guess they could be. I don't know. Speaking, but but, <laughs> but little Nas X. Yeah, I just I got the visual of him with his ass on that devil, which maybe uh, people were saying was CGI, but I'm not sure. But he just had his ass on that satanic face. That shit was great. That shit was amazing. I mean, I didn't see the actual scene you're describing, but from my seat, and we were watching the music video, it looked like... Shut up. It looked like 90% of the video was CGI. Oh yeah, it was all it was all like CGI. Yeah. Well, let me give you the, let me give you the rundown. I only watched it once, so I need to rewatch it again because I'm sure I missed stuff. Because yeah, this was a well thought out music video. But basically, he was like a guy, and he was killed for. I think it was supposed to be that he was either being killed for being gay, or he was like killed for like speaking out, and that's why there was that scene at the beginning with the girls with the curly wigs with the baby hairs, um, which I love those wigs. And um, <clears throat> so he got killed, and he was flying up to heaven. And he almost got to heaven, and God was there, and he was like, nah, like, you're not welcome. And so, like, a heavenly uh, stripper pole appeared, and he rolled the stripper pole down into hell, and then that's where he found Satan, his daddy, and he shook his ass in Satan's face. And then he took Satan's horns, and it seemed like he became Satan. So I think that the bussy was so fire that Satan couldn't take it, even Satan. Satan had to come to Jesus after he fucked little Nas X. <laughs> He's like, oh, he shit, I got to get baptized. I got to settle down. I got to meet a girl. He did. I lived for it. I lived for it. Um, I mean, just because, I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't fuck Satan? I mean, if Satan came to you, appeared in, no. appearing as a badass bitch. No. Oh. Because Satan, you know, he's not, um, I don't believe that he would necessarily be a man or a woman. And he has, he has many forms. That That's very interesting. That's <laughs> You propose something very interesting. You never know how you're gonna. This is my political answer. You're never gonna know how you're gonna react until you're in said situation. So that's my preface. I mean, but she's, yes, she is a fallen angel. If it's if it's the if it's literally my dream woman or statistically the finest woman on the earth, or even if she's like top ten, that's gonna be pretty hard to negotiate against i mean do i lose my soul 
if I lose my soul, then I would think about not banging her. But if I didn't lose my, if I didn't lose my soul, maybe it's like, maybe it's like, uh, you have to have, you gotta have the fire dick, and then you don't lose your soul, kind of like Hello Nas X, and then you can become Satan. Yeah, see, I don't want to become Satan. I wonder, the, the mics are totally picking that up. Yeah, the cats do not like that we're podcasting this late. Yeah, they don't. They're like, what the fuck is going on? We're trying to sleep, bitch. I know, baby. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, they're, no, they're upset because we told them we were starting a podcast and they wanted to be on it. And we kind of had to tell them, like, this was more of like a, like a solo project for us. <laughs> I had to tell them to give us some space, some creative room. Yeah, no, you're not coming on as a guest. You know, I was, I would, I would, uh, first part I blew it, I was like, I was going to talk about all the angry, like, puritanical Christians, but I, I don't even care now. I feel like, honestly, does anybody think that those people are serious, like, people whose opinions should be considered? People Dude. who are like, this is, an, this is, like, rotting the soul of America. This fucking dumb CGI cartoonish video of him shaking his ass on Satan. Dude, I don't know. I don't I don't know what people think, but you know what I think about like people's internet opinions, no matter the subject. It <clears throat> well, could this be... goes beyond the internet because it's like real deal Christians are mad at this shit. No, no, no. I think I think as we just discussed off mic, I think this is a case, a classic case of crazy loud people are being heard and a majority of people don't give a fuck. That is probably what it is. All the all the people that hold the kind of opinions that I'm looking for, like, probably just work. Because enrage is the is the emotion that evokes the most amount of engagement. It really is fascinating. I mean, just the the constant like like how many things we manage to be mad at every week that was really i noticed that was one thing that really stuck out to me just this week just the number of dumb things people manage to be mad at yeah i'm going to i'm gonna try to like i think i'm I'm in like a troll mood because i just got my heart broken yeah so i'm i think i'm gonna try to like troll this week and like try to get people angry online it's not that hard I get, I've had black people call me a coon on Twitter so many times. Yeah, I know it's not hard. Okay, so this works. So whenever that happens to you, tell me, and I'm going to go and, like, retweet all your shit. <laughs> that. And I don't even care if I agree with it. If you're getting, like, dragged, I want in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I never really get, because I don't really, like, argue like that. Because, I mean, I'm not the kind of person that argues on Twitter. So, like, if I see something that I just kind of... I feel like I feel like I just want to say something. I'm, I'll say it, but then if people come back calling me a coon, I'm probably gonna argue with them. Cause like, can you give me the phone in those instances? On Twitter, like, what is wrong with you? You want to argue with me? Another black person about racism? No, seriously, I'm feeling super mischievous. Because I, I, I'm pissed. So like, just give me the phone when that happens, and I'll go in for you. Okay, I got you. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be so fun. I pretend to be black and queer. Uh, you probably won't say anything meaner than I'd be saying. Because I'd be coming for these <laughs> biggest threads, bro. I'm so tired of it. I saw one where, like, like it was a bunch of people talking about how Tom and Jerry was racist. and Have you ever had trolls? They were just... They, they acted like it hurt them. Like, like that, that would just... Like, they were traumatized by the fact that there was a scene in Tom and Jerry where the nigga had blackface on. Who gives a fuck? 
And it's like, I, you're bullshitting. I know you weren't sitting there a six-year-old. Eating Cheerios. Literally like, is that back blackface? <laughs> My identity is just being attacked. No, no you were like. Literally. <laughs> probably laughing at the blackface because the shit was funny. Because the shit was funny. I, and you didn't know that uh, to be political. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Just fucking threw up. That's okay. But, yeah. Tom and Jerry, it's great. Yeah. You know, everything's getting canceled, man. I just can't. Like, have you ever been attacked by trolls? Not really. I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter because I'm bad. At, I'm, like, really bad at the internet. I don't have many followers. I followed you today while I was taking a I shit. I saw that. Yeah. Follow me back. I did, I think. Good. Fuck yeah. So yeah, I I saw I did notice that that your follower account was pretty low. No. Is but, it like is it like a sub account? Like a burner account? Um no, it's just my only account. I also haven't like until recently I haven't really done a lot of like actually like putting my own thoughts out there. Twitter I was just kind of a place where I would scroll, look for news, kinda see what people were talking about. As a resource. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now I'm, I'm very recently just trying to, you know, get in there. Although I don't really know what corner of Twitter, if there even is a corner of Twitter for me, because I think I might skew a little bit too conservative for most of Twitter's users. Dude, let's make our own corner where we just troll people. <laughs> but I remember the proudest to this day, the proudest moment of my life is I posted a mirror selfie of me in my favorite fighter's shirt. Mm. And I tagged him, and this was on Twitter, this was Instagram, and he he reposted it. And I, I remember, because he, he's in England, so he, we sleep at different times. So I woke up the next morning, and you know him as Wizard, but my good friend, Jordan, mm -hmm. called me. And it was like 8 in the morning, he's like, you motherfucker. And I was like, what? And he's like, you don't know, do you? <laughs> and I knew exactly what he was talking was about. Was he reposted by an actual fighter? My, not just any actual fighter my favorite fighter okay so i was coming in my pants i still have the screenshot <laughs> but because he has a million followers i got trolls and uh, and people were dming me like you're a mark you're fat you're a cunt really hilarious yeah that's crazy i didn't know what a mark <laughs> i didn't know what a mark I don't know was what it is either it means you i didn't know this until way after but it means you're someone who falls for scams. So, like, someone who can be tricked easily is a mark. Because you wore his shirt? Yeah. And to be fair, looking back, I am a mark. But I love my I love this fighter so much that I, I, I know I'm a mark, and it's okay. It, the money's already paid. Are you paid. a mark for getting a shirt from a guy it, that you really admire? It was expensive. It was expensive. But regardless. Wait, how were, much was the shirt? <laughs> it was in British pounds. You had the most like I'm a little bad boy look right there. That was funny. It was in British pounds, so you know the exchange rate is different over there. Uh huh. So it was about like sixty dollars. Ooh, okay. Fifty, sixty. Well, that's not. You know, that's not. That's not terrible. It's just a black shirt with red and white lettering. Mm. I mean. People pay five hundred dollars for plain white Gucci T-shirts. I know, but I'm I'm usually not that person. But in this instance, I fell for it. But I got those trolls hard, and I would answer back, and it was honestly super fun. Really? What did you like answer back? 
Um, I can read them right now. Yeah, I would love to hear. Yeah. <clears throat> I honestly, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, what? I, I don't understand that phenomenon. Because why do people? I don't know. Like, like, what, 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 what do you get out of that? Like, just texting some random person some mean shit that you don't know. I think it's like. Maybe not adrenaline, but it's like some chemical gets released in your maybe dopamine it's from being a stupid prick. You like uh, what's it called? You slammed someone, like you owned them real quick, like you pwned them. But you don't actually have to do the work of like being better than them in a video game. You can just do it verbally, I guess. I don't know. Do these try people, to play devil's do these people not know that roast comedy isn't isn't even funny when like professionals do it? And like you're definitely not a professional. Actually, I kind of like it, it. You're right, but some roasting I like. Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple good ones. Literally, the history of roasting, but for the most part, it's not something that's like fun. You're just being an asshole. You're just being a prick. Okay, great. You can say mean things about people. <clears throat> yeah, I'm. I'm getting lost. I. I see. I'm seeing like when he reposted it, and he was in. His like official store was in my DMs, but I can't find when the troll. I might have deleted the troll. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. But yeah, it was like this British kid. Yeah, he was probably a sixteen. Not a British kid. Yeah. Oh, I did. I hope, I hope you made fun of that motherfucker. That was the worst British accent I've ever. <laughs> I've ever attempted. I just want that to be kind of sounded like a chicken. <laughs> yeah that was fucking horrific but don't, don't feel bad you know i can't do better i can't do no better do a british accent right now uh okay i can only really do it if i'm doing saying like peaky blinders okay okay so i won't judge you but b so, by the way aren't they irish no they live in london i know it's but it's peaky like a, fucking blinders mate it's an irish gang are they i mean i watched fucking three episodes and i picked that up well, you know, I don't, you know, I don't be noticing the ethnicities and things like that. Yeah, it's so all the same to you. White is all the same to you. It's fine. But now, not just whites. I also think black people all look the same. Don't play with me. <laughs> G okay, so give me another Peaky Blinders. Um, uh, pfft, that's literally all I got. Okay. <laughs> okay, I mean, how do you do a British accent? I don't know the way to I explain it. I feel like it. I could do like a South, South Carolina South Ooh. Carolina accent, which is a little bit closer to the British. They spend dollars. And if you just take take it, and then how do you make it sound British? I don't know how you go from South Carolina to British. I've literally, I know I've, I've gone in YouTube holes about this, but I still can't do it. I, I, have ter I do terrible accents. Oh, you don't pronounce the T's, I think. British. British. <laughs> At least that's the way I do yeah, it. Yeah, them niggas sound goofy. If you're listening from across the pond, pond subscribe. Don't worry, we'll be making fun of all the other nationalities very shortly. <laughs> okay, so what other accents you got? Oh. Yeah, I literally, when I tell you I'm so bad at accents. What's your best accent? Um, I mean, I can pronounce French words in a way that almost sounds French. Like, um, um, or il div. Adele, you just um, said Adele. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of French words. Je sais, uh, I don't know, s'il vous plaît. Um, What'd you call me? Louvre. 
<laughs> that's my that's like that's for me that's like peak accent right there okay that's pretty good but i can't give you a french accent in english uh oh i think i can do california actually like um because they do a lot of likes and they're very like up here and they're like california and we're going to starbucks um you gotta overpronounce everything and i'm gonna do um i'm gonna do mdma and i'm gonna suck cock at the music <laughs> festival that was actually good and then i'm gonna get my tesla they draw it out everything every letter gets <laughs> pronounced god i hope they didn't sound god awful no no i actually thought it wasn't bad i mean for the listeners like for the in the in the audio Oh, dude, the cats have been meowing for like the past 15 minutes. It's it's oh. it's a great you know audio. What? I decided I'm going to call this podcast um, a gritty realist. Like it's 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 in the style of gritty realism. Um, this is as gritty as a podcast as it gets. Yeah. You know, you got the audio shit um, because we don't have a producer. The cats are letting you know their presence is here. I'm sure you probably I mean, I don't know. I think in the first episode, one of the jackasses did drive by with their loud, ugly little car. We both have no shoes on right now we're twinkling our little toes yeah so, like i said gritty <laughs> Have, if you've ever seen a jocko willy link black and white video that's the type of gritty i'm talking about <laughs> oh this would actually we're close to an hour actually we're over an hour oh really yeah wow. now would be a good time to close it out and mm. i think we should retry the the yeah. previous one <clears throat> okay the the song no the 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 commercial. Oh, the commercial. Okay. The commercial for the podcast. Okay. As gritty as it gets. <laughs> ass to ass to nose. Ass nose. Gritty. Join us in the middle. This is crashing and burning. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> The middle of the couch. Give me a guitar. The middle of the couch. What do guitars do? We're America. We're America. God damn it. Do you want like a Home Depot guitar? Like a Home Depot guitar. You know the commercials where it goes. This is the fucking Ask the Note podcast, guys. I hope you enjoy it. It's, it. Listen, it's one of the fucking, it's like almost two in the morning at this point. We've been drinking and smoking all day. Anybody, I, I, I don't have the music in me. Yeah, yeah. But fucking, yeah. Well, wait, maybe we'll pay something fun in here. We won't. I want to learn how do to do that Do you have any farts? Anyway. No, I'm gay. Oh. I'm queer. I don't fart. So. Yeah, I forgot you don't want like no. people... That may listen to the podcast to know that you fart. Yeah, no, I just have a smooth cheek. Okay, very much. Okay, so since you're gonna be a bitch, (laughs) since you're gonna be a bitch, I think I have a fart. So this is gonna close it out. I'm gonna move the the thing. I don't have a fart. That you're not gonna get off after doing all that. I don't have a fart. Well, thanks for listening if anyone listened. Oh, yeah. Like and subscribe and you know the deal. Yeah. Do you want to plug you to tell where to, where to find you? No. Please don't find me. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm all about my self-promotion, so everybody can find me at Alex J. Prod everywhere. Um, except for Twitter. On Twitter, I'm Hendrix Rody. <laughs> nice. 
Um, yeah, everybody have a good. Everybody have a good. What is it? Um, Passover. Passover. Happy Moses Day. Woo-hoo. Lahayim. Yes.